You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. We are back again talking about Freaks and Geeks, and it is Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Hi there. Glad to and, be back. And myself, Scott. Um, we are on – man, we're moving through these pretty good. We are on episode 12, so that means we only have uh, six more to cover, 12 through 18, and then we will be done with this whole series. So – this one is episode 12, and it is called The Garage Door. So... Dum, dum, uh, dum. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is definitely one of the more ominous titles in the series. Yeah, like, it, it's, it doesn't really give too much away of what's going on, other than there's a garage door involved. It doesn't say what the garage door is all about. I know, but uh, doors are mysterious. Like what's behind the door? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 There's, uh, there's definitely something, you know, do you want to open that door? Right. Are you right. sure you want to open that door? Sometimes you go not. through that door. Like it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Excuse me. Drinking some water. Throat's a little dry. Uh, so, I guess we'll start with the main topic of the show. The main topic is, like we said, the garage door. And um, the how we get to the garage door, it, we're, we're going to go kind of lead up to it. Um, Sam, this, the garage door has to do mainly with Sam and Neil and Bill, mostly Neil. But Sam is with his mom, and they're at the... Uh, at a, what do you call it, like a department store. Yeah, like an appliance store maybe. or the Feels like a Sears or a Penny's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're at the department store, and I don't know what they're shopping for, but they're in the, like, uh, appliance section. And this is kind of funny, you know, that the, the salesman there, he's, like, trying to promote uh, microwaves. He's like, yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> you can have a steak done in seven minutes, you know. Yikes! <laughs> microwave that, steak. Yeah, yeah, microwave steak for seven <laughs> minutes, and you know you'll you'll be basically chewing on a tire. Right. But, <laughs> but she's like, wow, that's really convenient, and it's it's kind of funny. But Sam is there, and he's just kind of bopping around, and and uh, he's he sees Neil's dad. Uh, Mr. Sh- you know, Dr. Schweiber, the dentist, mm-hmm. and and he sees him across the thing, and he's kind of very friendly with uh, another lady that is not Neil's mom, and they're not divorced. So Sam's like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> and Neil yeah, awkwardness and, and, ensues yeah, as usual. Uh, yeah, and Dr. Schweiber's like, "Uh, hey, Sam, buddy, how you doing?" Uh, in his way, he's a. Uh, I, I like this actor. He's a funny guy. He's got uh, 
Oh yeah, I love him. He's his terrific. Deli- his delivery is funny. I I can't remember his name. Sam is it? Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Sam McMurray. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. And Dr. Vic Schweiber, but he he I, his deliveries always, always crack me up. Um. So anyway. He's there and he's with some woman that he's being very friendly with. And it's obviously that obvious that it's not a uh, just a friendship. And although he tries to play it off to Sam, like, oh, yeah, yeah he I'm says something here. like, oh, yeah, it's this a is a friend from work. Yeah, or something it's, it's like a patient that. of mine. <laughs> yeah, very cozy patient. Yeah. Is that why you're checking your tonsils at, at the department <laughs> store with your tongue? No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were actually making out, but <laughs> no, but they were kind of cozy, you know. It was definitely friendlier than friends. Uh, so anyway, so Neil tells Sam, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm getting Neil the new Atari, which was the Atari 2600, which all, all of us boys at that age, I don't know about the girls." were uh, but we all coveted that you know all the boys definitely wanted the, yeah. the video game was not a big was not a big thing for me i have to admit yeah i i'm not surprised i think boys were more drawn to it than the girls were back in those days and even today i think video games are more of a, a guy's thing um my daughter would expect to differ but <laughs> yeah no i know there's i know there's a lot of a lot of girls younger girls nowadays that do play video games but I do mm-hmm. think back then it was definitely oh, yeah, absolutely. more it was dominant definitely in the then. boys. Yeah. Uh, Cause the girls actually, you know, they were more interested in boys, <laughs> <laughs> which is really, you know, Little kind did of, you guys know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, so uh, the, you know, he, he, so he's going to get Neil, Do- uh, Dr. Schreiber's going to get Neil Atari 2600. And so Sam knows that something weird is going on. He's, he's not oblivious. He's not completely naive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ends up, you know, later on they go home and the next day at school, Sam's being weird and, and Neil doesn't know why, but so Sam ends up telling Bill, Hey, look, I, you know, this is what's going on. His dad's like cheating on 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 his on his mom or whatever and and what should we do should we tell him should we not right there's and there that's a pretty serious conflict like how do you approach that how 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 do you you know as a 14 year old i think that's roughly what they are right yeah um yeah that's a lot of responsibility to put on a, a young person's shoulders yeah whether whether it's your parents or not right yeah, I mean, and it's devastating at that age, too. Make that decision, yes. Mm-hmm. And they know that, that it would be devastating to his friend, to their friend, that to tell him that. And and it was, you know, because they end up, they end up uh, later on, Bill, you know, Sam tells Bill, Bill eventually tells Neil uh, that, you know, what's going on. And Neil's, like, just completely taken aback, so, no, this can't be true and he's totally upset um and that's when they go to where neil is looking through his dad's car right mm-hmm. and he finds them you know he find he's looking through the car it's a nice corvette too it's like a late 70s red corvette yeah uh, like the best years of the corvette <laughs> were around yeah. that time <laughs> 
yeah, nice, nice little. Unless like, you want to go back to like '68 or something. <laughs> yeah. So, so he finds he finds a garage door opener, and he sees, oh yeah, that looks familiar. He finds another garage door opener in the same car, and he clicks the button, and nothing happens. It's like, well, that you know, and th- you can see the see the wheels turning. He never, like, they never really voice it but you know that that's what's going on you know that he's he's like oh okay this is weird this this garage door opener should not be in this car without it mm-hmm. doing anything so yeah once end... again the mystery mm-hmm. of the door right <laughs> <laughs> and maybe yeah. if you want to just back up just a little bit in that when they went over to neil's to you know to hang out then his dad suddenly busts open this Atari system, which Sam knows is kind of tainted, you know, like he bought it for the purpose of like distracting Neil and even distracting Sam, you know, and they have this eye contact where it's like, you're not going to rat me out. Right. Because I'm such a great, cool dad. And I got this Atari system for you guys. So it was a, a tense little weird moment where, he was kind of nudging Sam to betray his friend, you know, and show loyalty to the father instead of to his friend for yeah. the purpose of getting video games. You know, it was a weird little moment. And then, and that reminds me, I, I we something else I skipped over was the uh, dentist appointment. <gasps> oh yeah, that yeah. So like after that night, I think Sam got up the next day. And his mom goes, oh, hey, by the way, you have a dentist appointment today because Dr. Schweiber called and said that he has an opening this afternoon. Right. So he calls him to go to the dentist. Like how, you know, that's like the last thing you want to do in your life is go to the dentist. Right. So he gets a call from the dentist that he knows has something, he has something on. That's bad enough. So Sam gets in the chair and... And Dr. Schreiber starts giving him the, you know, the, hey, we're buddies, right? You know, and you're going to keep this between us because, you know, it was just a friendly, it was just a a friendly encounter that I had at the store. And and this is when they use that, that device that I had never seen until like in the last few years. uh, Where they hold, where the, the piece of plastic holds your mouth open. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I have good teeth and I haven't had an awful lot of dental work. I never had anything like that done to me in my life. Right, and I didn't either. <laughs> never in a dentist chair. I never had like the, one of those things that hold your lips open. But then uh-huh. like, like a few years ago, some friends of ours, were we went out with them and they're like, hey, let's go back to the place and play some games, you know, some board game stuff. And they busted out this thing, and I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember the name of the game. Where you have to say phrases with that in your mouth. Have you seen oh, this game? Weird, no. <laughs> oh my god! I don't okay, play first that kind of, all, of game. <laughs> now this is—I know this is really that they know. I don't know if you're into like you know friendly board games or whatever, or cards or playing cards with friends, or Cards Against Humanity, whatever. Have you tried that one yet? Um, I have one in my house, but we haven't opened it. Oh um, but no, God. we'll do like uh, Mexican trains, do- dominoes, and such. Okay, okay, okay. At my yeah. house. So you know, you're just you're hanging out with 
four, five, three, four, five, six people, whatever. This game, you have to put this that device that holds your lips open, so everybody sees your full mouth, right? And they give you these. It's fra- grotesque. It is. It is. It is totally grotesque. You know, but it's kind of like funny- Orange when they hold open his eyelids. Yeah. Like that's oh that, yeah. Is that for your mouth? Yes. So uh, it, go. You can look it up on YouTube. Like there's there's people that recorded it because you will be. I'm telling you, it's you are in stitches because it is the funniest thing. They give you these phrases that that use like a lot of M's and F's. You know that that require your lips to be more together, and you can't say them. So the other team has to guess or or your team has to guess what you're saying or something. <laughs> And it is. I'm what the hell thought of that? It is hysterical. <laughs> it is. It is like the first time you play it. Dentist creating board games. Yes, I'll tell you. The first time you play it is by far the funniest. Uh, after that, you kind of figure out how to use your like how to speak. Yeah, you like compensate, I guess. Right, and <laughs> and and if you play with the same people a second time, they kind of figure out how what you're trying to say. Like they they can okay. figure it out. So anyway, this is totally sidetrack. Uh, but that's what Sam is sitting. He's sitting in the dentist chair, and he's got this thing in his mouth, holding his lips apart, uh, holding his mouth open. And Doctor Schweiber's trying to talk to him. Of course, Sam can't say anything back. He's like. Ah. You know, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing, you know, he can't really have a conversation with it. And that's the whole point of that stupid game. And, and so, so Schweiber, you know, Dr. Schweiber, you know, kind of says, yeah, well, this is going to be between us, you and me, buddy. Uh, and, and, uh, of course, Sam, it doesn't sit right with Sam. So he ends up telling, that's, that's when we get to the part where he's ends up telling Bill and Bill tells Neil and so on and so forth. So, Hmm. Um, do you want to like pause there on that storyline and jump over to Lindsay's storyline for a minute? We could do that. We could do that. This is okay. the 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 laser show episode, correct? Yes. This is where they kind of bring Ken, who's been a very like very much of a supporting role character. You know, it's been mm-hmm. Nick. It's been the the main freaks that have been involved has been been Lindsay, Nick, Kim, and Daniel, right? Yeah, and they have like this parallel set of cup, you know, couple thing going on. Right, and Ken's been a fifth wheel in a couple episodes where like they actually made it a a point that he was the fifth wheel, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the Halloween one where he was like, oh, I was supposed to go to a concert, but that got canceled or or something, and so he ends up going with them on you know a five some. Yeah, and he's just like the smartass who's too good for, you know, a, a relationship. I think that's right. kind of the, the attitude he's been uh, he's been bucking there. <laughs> right. So at the beginning of the show, they play a really cool song, actually, uh, the band, uh, because he is interested in a not. I'm sorry, not the band they created called Creation, not not their band, but the school band. There's yes, somebody, like the there, marching yeah, band. The marching band. There's somebody in mm-hmm. the marching band that Ken starts having an affinity for, him, and he wants to. Right, which was like, a friend of Lindsay's, and they run into like in a diner or something. Oh, that was a great scene. 
right? And she actually the the is the tuba player, she right? Amy the tuba mm-hmm. player. Yep, Amy the tuba. Who player. then? Yeah, who then smart-ass Ken says something rude to her, and she says something, like, equally rude and funny back, oh, and yeah. he's like, I think I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was like they were soulmates right from the get-go. Like, she could she yeah. could dish it out just as much as he could give it. Right, you know? right, yeah, and it yeah. surprised the hell out of him. Yeah, uh, that, and then that's, I'm glad you brought that little, that little scene up, because that's important, you know, that's like, that's how they become uh like a couple down the road yeah but, yeah which becomes uh, very interesting <laughs> so <laughs> one of my favorite little scenes right after that is ken is like talking to Lindsay. he's like hey you know can you talk to her for me uh and Lindsay goes oh my god you really like her like she <laughs> And they're all shocked, like, wow, you're a real person <laughs> who actually, yeah. like, has a crush. Yeah. This is new. And so he admits it. Yeah, I like her, but whatever. And then they – so they decide to go to the, the laser show. That's that's hmm. going to be the date, right? Uh, and it's – and uh, you know, they, they, they were talking about the laser show a little bit. Uh, with Nick and Lindsay and Daniel and Kim and oh that reminds me Kim was all pissed off about going to the laser show right because Daniel made out with some other chick at the laser dome or whatever it right. was so that was tainted because he had yeah. some kind of uh, some kind of physical thing that was going on at the laser show in those right. tilted back seats yep well you know I mean it's a place to make out right yeah, and it's dark and comfy <laughs> and, and, and there's recording. lasers and stuff. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing Atmosphere. is, so they were supposed to go to this laser show, and it was well, it was it was going to be a Pink Floyd laser show, right? Because they all like mm-hmm. they're all a bunch of you know they're freaks and stoners. They all love Pink Floyd because Pink Floyd's kind yeah. of a donor band. Which right, I, and they were going to all zone out at, at yeah. the laser show and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I love Pink Floyd, and I was yes, I was a stoner back in the day, and it might be why I like Pink Floyd so much. But I still appreciate them nowadays, uh, even though I'm not that person anymore. But anyway, beside the point. Uh, so they are, you know, they 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 all decide to go to this laser show, and they're sitting there, and Ken is like, uh, "Do you want a soda?" He's he's talking to Amy because they you know they she agreed to go with him to the laser show, sitting there and and he's like hey do you want a soda no I'm okay she says how about a water no no really I'm good he sits there for a <laughs> second how about a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know and then they agree on something that they're gonna get they're gonna get some kind of refreshment I'm not sure if, I can't remember if it was a drink or food or something but she goes but i'm buying and so she gets up and leaves and that's when that's when daniel gives his you know infinite wisdom on chicks yeah and relationships <laughs> are bad and all this kind of stuff <laughs> and and he says but when it comes down to like if you want to kiss her just stare into her eyes <laughs> don't say anything just stare into her eyes and and it's kind of funny. She comes back and she sits back down. This is before the show actually starts, right? This is all the, you know, just kind of warm up to the to the actual laser show. So they're everybody's kind of chit chatting, and you can hear the the 
the bustle of the rest of the people around the thing. And and Ken is just sitting there staring at her. Like sitting next to her, just staring at her. <laughs> just waiting for something and, to happen. Like that's that's all. Yeah, and so <laughs> all that's required. <laughs> she looks at him for a second and then she looks up at the up at the dome because it, they still have like the stars, like because it's a um, like an astrodome or not an astrodome. Um, like yeah, planetarium. Uh, type planetarium. Thing. Thank you. That's that's what I was looking for. So she's like kind of looks up at the dome and then she looks back at him and he's still staring at her and she looks back at the dome. Then she looks back at him and she goes, "What are you doing? Why are you staring <laughs> at me?" And he's like, "I'm not staring at you." And you know, it gets that awkward, it's that really awkward moment. They do good. They do good with these little awkward moments, don't they? Absolutely. They have to pull out that awkward moment and make you live there with that character. It's that's like a requisite for this show. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where, you know, Paul and Judd really shine, I think, is when they mm. put those in there. So anyway, um he's staring at her and and she's like, What do you what what are you doing? You know, you you're being weird or whatever. And he goes he finally just comes out and says, I really want to kiss you or something like that. Can I kiss you or something? And uh so they you know, they kiss and then the then the show starts and Nick was all excited about it being a Pink Floyd show. But then what comes on is <laughs> The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie yeah. Daniels. It had pictures of cowboy boots and stuff floating over the yeah. over the dome. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like, wait, what? You know, they're starting to yeah, get they're loud. Confused. They're like, what's, what's going, going on? on? Where, where's Pink Floyd? And some dude in a cowboy hat three seats down goes, yeah, Pink Floyd was last week, man. <laughs> It's country tonight, <laughs> <laughs> or southern southern rock, or something like that. Uh huh. So they ended up not seeing Pink Floyd Laser Show. Yeah. They ended up seeing the other one. Bummer. And, you know, and, and Kim and Daniel kind of made up, and 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 Lindsay and Nick were there, but Lindsay was like, they had like a seat between them. That was kind of uh-huh. like they kind of made that little space intentional, you know. Yeah, once again, the awkwardness of... Yeah, of Nick. Well, Nick yeah, yeah, of her <laughs> trying to decide whether she really, this really was her boyfriend or, right. you know, she didn't mean it to be her boyfriend and then they're going to break up. And, you know, so what now what do we do? Because now we're all still in this group where where it seemed to revolve around couples. So it's it was strange for her, too. And that, that was just consistent. That relationship was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> from the get-go, like from episode yeah. one, it was weird. Yes, like she never really, like I felt like she never really intended for that to be a relationship. Yeah. She just wanted to be in with that group, and that's how it happened to fall, and that she didn't know what to do about it. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. So, um, so that that is all I really remember from the freaks side of things. Mm-hmm. I think it was a smaller storyline for the freaks. It was a definitely. It was definitely a smaller storyline. So let's jump back to uh, Sam and Neil and Bill. Like feeling, I'm remembering like a, you know Batman scene changes when like everything like blurs and spins. And then you're back in some other. Meanwhile, back at the Batcave. Yes. Meanwhile, back in Gotham City. I almost said Metropolis, so yeah. just you know, different different character. I should know Gotham because you know we have Bruce Wayne 
laying right. I have him. He's laying right over in the floor of Aaron Bruce. Oh, let's explain that. It's yeah. a greyhound dog. <laughs> it's a greyhound, yes. It's a greyhound. Uh, his name is Bruce Wayne because he has okay. like a little Batman, like the like the head of a bat on his head. Oh. Like the, yeah. Wow. I'll show you. I'll send you a picture sometime. It's it's he's cool. It's very handsome handsome dog. Anyway, um, so we go back to Sam and Neil and Bill, and. Neil is trying to come to the grips of his dad having an affair because he found this garage door opener. So mm-hmm. the three of them decide, all right, we're going to go find out where where this garage door is. So they hop on their bikes and they just start driving, riding around town, clicking the button everywhere they go. Um, yeah, trying to get a garage door to go up and right. solve the mystery. Right. And so they're out there for hours and they the, you know, the, the Sam and Bill are kind of giving up on the whole thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe Neil ends up riding off on his own because they, they're like, we have to go home. You know, it's getting dark. Cause, you know, yeah, they're trying to support him, but he's like really yeah. obsessive. And mm-hmm. it, it, he was kind of riding the fence between, I think I might rather be angry of my friends and, and think that they're liars rather than think that my father is, you know, that much of a, Screw up. Yeah, yeah, they definitely led down that path. Like that—that's what he would have. He almost kind of leaned towards doing. It's a hard choice. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, you don't want to hear bad news from your friends like that. I mean, you're right. You're automatically, well, why would they lie to you like yeah. that? I think sometimes you know deep down, but you don't want to have to face it. Right. And so Sam and Bill, you know, it, it starts getting dark out, which means the streetlights come on. Which, and back in our day, would that would mean it's time to call him, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All <laughs> yeah. oh, the good old days. Yeah, when that's all it took. That's all you yeah. needed. No cell phone, oh. no text. Lights are coming Still on. By the time it's dark. <laughs> yeah, street lights are coming on. Time to go home. So you hop on your bike and you ride home. Yeah. Anyway, so Sam and Bill decide all right, we're going to go home. And Neil, he's not giving up. He wants to continue on his journey to... Uh, Try to find out what garage door opening mm-hmm. this is going to open, and he ends up finding it. And he, yeah, you know he he's dry, he's riding down the street and he, you know he's clicking the button and a garage door opens and in the garage door in the garage is his dad's Corvette. The red Corvette. And he, and he knew that it was at his Corvette. It was his Corvette because he had personalized plates and I cannot remember what the plates said. Yeah, something to do with dental. Yeah, Dental or something was, like Smile Guy or something like that. Yeah, something that, like that. I can't remember what it is now. Yeah, that uh, it was. It was obvious that it was a dentist's car. Right, <laughs> and it's of course you know red Corvette from yeah. the 70s or whatever. It was just you could tell that it was his. Um, so Neil takes. I remember he. I remember the scene now. He takes the garage door open and like chucks it at the house or something. Yeah, like he tosses that, it and rides off crying. So rough day for Neil. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I I don't remember how they actually wrap the episode up. Do you? Like how how do they bring like do they kind of I mean all these episodes kind of lead into another. It's almost you know it's kind of they're almost all kind of to be continued because you're following a storyline of all these different characters. It's not like uh, 
Yeah. Oh, wait, I think I do remember what uh, uh, unless. Well, you can tell me whether this turns up in another episode. Don't they find out that his mother already knew mm. that this was going on and was like, why do you have to bring this up and make it an issue? I'm I'm I, I've found a way to live with it or something to that, that effect. Yeah, it's later on. It's like two okay. episodes down. It's the episode which is really creepy where Sam, I mean, Neil decides to be a ventriloquist. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird little hobby. Yeah. That's like <laughs> yeah, my, no, I, like that episode is my least favorite episode just because mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of ventro- ventriloquism. No, it's a little it's weird. bizarre. Yeah, it's almost like you have to be a schizophrenic to really enjoy that that type yeah. of activity. And we'll we'll focus more on it when we get to that episode. But the funny, the weird thing is, like Neil is like, yeah, this is how we're gonna get chicks. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, oh, God, you're, gonna, that's a little you're just misguided. gonna scare them away. <laughs> So it kind of reminds me of, you know, at the time there were ventriloquists that were popular, um, like the guy from Soap, right? One of those. Yes, he was he was a a schizophrenic. Yeah, was he really? (laughs) Yes. I mean, in the show, he was. I barely remember that show. I remember it being on. That brother like actually thought the dummy was real. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and then they had that horror movie that came out right around the same time, like 79, 78, 79, called Magic, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. I, I oh, never right, saw it, maybe. but it really looked creepy. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, but that's another episode. We'll get to that down the road. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, the I just looked it up. The license plate on Neil's dad's Corvette says, I Flossum. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I remember. That's good. Definitely dental related. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't remember how the actual episode actually wraps up. And of course I can't look it up and I haven't seen it in a while. So, um, all I do remember is that like the, the cliffhanger scene would have been Neil throwing the garage door opener at the house that he found his dad's car at. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think they left you with that. With yeah. him having to struggle with that realization. Yeah. So, um, you have anything else to add to this? I mean, I'm going to run through the music real quick, too. Uh, do you have anything else to add to the the plot lines, the two plot lines? No, no I think we can go with the music. Uh, I think that a couple of things are brought up here that, as we've already said, don't get resolved until later episodes, mm-hmm. like especially this whole relationship be- between Amy, the tuba, tuba player, and Ken, mm-hmm. which takes a really kind of strange turn that didn't it, see you that know, coming. Don't yeah. see coming. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it they do revisit the problems in Neil's parents' marriage, right? Um, and in in not very attractive ways. Um, oh. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I, I think I said I didn't have much on this one, but I think I think it was um, it's notable to say that they were setting up the Schweibers as like they're a little bit more upper class than some of the other um, uh, families mm-hmm. that he's a doctor. He's professional. They have this nice finished basement and he can buy his son an expensive um, video gaming system at the drop of a hat, you know, right. just to shut his friend up. So it, they were 
kind of saying, yeah, this looks like they're the perfect family. Meanwhile, there's this huge crack in the, um, you know, in the pottery <laughs> where thing where water's going to come shooting out of the vase. So, and it goes back to the old saying, "Don't play ball in the house." Yeah, well, Brady, yeah. Brady Bunch reference. <laughs> Um, so real quick, I, it just dawned on me, the closing scene. Ah, okay. okay. Let's hear it. So Sam had just gotten home from going on this bike ride, right? With, with Neil and Bill trying to find this house. And Sam's been torn through this whole thing about this. He goes home and his parents are like waiting for him. He goes in mm-hmm. the house and they say, something about you know you're such a good kid so this and they step aside and they have the atari thing the atari sitting on the table like for him because yeah because sam had asked for it because well neil's dad gave him one you know why Uh can't i get one and so sam suddenly realizes his parents are like together standing there and they're giving him this gift and and you know it's he feels that family moment and he yeah just, yeah he just it's start, a more of a gift that he has that family that yes would, it's not about the Atari united like that he starts crying and goes up and hugs both of them and I think oh, that's when they roll the credits okay that's a great ending it was good yeah it was good I'm glad I, I'm glad it came back to me um so back to what I was gonna say about the music uh the music. There's a couple that are performed by the band, which are, you know, just by the the marching band, uh, 25 mm. or 25 or six to four, which is actually a Chicago song. Uh, Great song. When, when the Saints Go Marching In uh, is performed by them. Uh, kind of go, a band standard. <laughs> yeah, school band much. standard. Especially for brass section. Yes, horns are heavy on that song. Another one was Go Fight Win. I don't know what that is. I, I, yeah, I probably know. I'm probably cheer. Probably, yeah, I yeah, think that's cheer. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then Beautiful Loser by Bob Seger. I don't yeah. love Bob Seger. But... <laughs> and I, I remember we had mentioned this previously in another just like it might have been before or after show talk. But you you weren't a fan of that song, so that that I think that's funny. Or, or Bob yeah. Seger in general or? I don't love Bob Seger. Okay. To me, that was like the the antithesis of like cool new wave music was totally. Bob Seger, you know, pull the pickup truck by, up by the lake music. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it border it borders country, really. Kind of. I some, never really loved stuff. Really sounds anyway. I, I I went through a country phase. I won't go into that though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could support you too much on that one. No, yeah, I guess there's actually, things that I like, but not back then. I've been thinking about doing a show. You know, we're going to break down all 10 years of the 90s and the 90s country music that was popular. Hmm. Yeah. No, I was waiting for crickets. <laughs> no, well, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I kind of liked Shania Twain and Faith, uh, Faith what's her Faith name? Faith Hill. Hill. Mm, uh, you know, there Garth. was some... Garth Brooks, Tim. No, I didn't really like the Tim guys McGraw. too much. Yeah, there's Dixie uh, chicks here and there who I think yeah. just changed their names. They're not Dixie chicks anymore. Right, I don't because, know what kind of chicks they are. <laughs> because Dixie is inappropriate. Apparently. Yeah, it's like southern southern tradition. But in any case, the the some of the newer female country artists I like, 
but I don't know how far back that went. Was that the 90s or not till the 2000 aughts? And that was no, there was um, Shania was definitely in the in the mid to late 90s. Uh, Faith Hill mm-hmm. was definitely in the mid and late 90s because that's when Chrissy and I actually she talked me into doing like line dancing, you know, taking line dancing classes. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that and, trend. And we had we had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, we went to this you know this one country bar, and I I got into it for a while. It was a lot. Of, it was a good time. I mean, we had a lot of friends that that would go up and just have a good old time. So, but I I I lost the interest in the music very quickly. I think it lasted maybe a year and a half, and I got burned out on it really quick. Next thing I know, I'm back oh, listening, well. you know, Molly Crew. And <laughs> <laughs> so I had a buddy who was into it who took me to a concert. I think who was it? Chris Jones? Does that sound familiar? It was Chris somebody. I don't know. He was good. Yeah. But very twangy for my taste. Um there I did go see Garth Brooks. And I will say, uh, even if you don't like his music, he is one hell of an entertainer. Oh, well, that's good. Like live, he puts on mm-hmm. a great show. Uh, very good quality sound, just a lot of great, a lot of good stage performance, you know. Yeah, wait, Chris Young, not Chris Jones. That's how much I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. He was good. It was a good concert. Maybe some, it was fun. <laughs> some dude that had a hat on. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, my girlfriend dragged me too because, yeah. you know, her boyfriend crapped out that night or whatever. So uh, another song on this one. This one uh, they have they list like seven or eight songs here on this one. Eight. Uh, Let the good times roll by the Cars, which you and I good good song, talked yeah. About the Cars a while back. Uh, Carn Evil Number Nine, Carnival Carn Evil Number Nine, which is Emerson Lake and Palmer. Doesn't uh, sound familiar. Devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, now I like that song at the time. Yeah, do uh, southern like, rock type of things. I let slide. It's it's iconic. I mean, how can you? Yeah, you yeah know. everybody liked it. Uh, Annie by the Pure Perry League, which sounds country, but it's really kind of that southern rock as well. Okay, I'm sorry, not Annie. Amy, I can't read. Amy, right? Amy, what you gonna what do? What you gonna yeah. do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then they wrap it up with one of the best southern rock songs of all time, Freebird. Uh, oh yes, Leonard. Yeah, Leonard Skinner. So um, that's the music rundown. Great, great lineup. Um, I, I'm looking forward to talking to talking about episode 14 here coming up. Uh, actually, our next episode is going to be choking and token episode 13. But episode 14, I watched it not too long ago, and the Who has. Two, four, six, seven. Seven songs featured on that episode. Wow. Yeah. Cause no it's wonder all, it's it took all them so long to get all the rights for all these songs. Yeah. I, no yeah, wonder. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that that episode happens to be about going to one of you know part of the storyline is going to a Who concert. Oh right, they're so trying they're to get out to the yeah. Who concert. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so um, that's pretty much it for episode twelve, the garage door. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. kind of leaves it open-ended with Neil's family and stuff. And, and, uh, ne- so our next episode, we would, we'll be talking about episode 13, which is choking and token. And, um, I think that's about it. So I'm going to go ahead and sign us off. Okay. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter 
through our or through our website, uh, bonsairetroclub.com. Uh, you can find Suzanne on Twitter at SuzMataboni, and I'm at 80s Auto Reverse. Uh, and then Rose is at 80s uh, 80s Girl. I'm sorry, 80s Music Girl on Twitter. And Dave handles our bonsai stuff, so he's he he handles the main stuff on on Twitter. Um, so I think that's all. Um, we'll talk to you next time. Everybody, be excellent to each other. Especially nowadays, it seems like that needs to be more emphasized. Be excellent to each other and have a good weather. Yes. Please right. do. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.